0: are now listening to Chunky Glasses, the podcast. Uh, This is episode number 76 and I am Kevin, as usual. Um, Before we get into uh, this week's podcast, uh, I want to say I hope you listened to last week's podcast with Ben Tufts and his friends. Uh, The event went down on Saturday at Jam and Java. That event, uh, a benefit concert, a seven, eight hour benefit concert uh, to, to raise funds for the Craig Tufts educational scholarship fund. Uh, that was done, and it was fairly amazing. Um, lots of people showed up. Uh, if you want to know what it looks like, uh, we posted some photos from the event up on our page. Uh, more importantly, though, uh, even though the event is over, there's a link on that page where you can click to donate to the fund. Uh, and, you know, if you like giving the stuff and like supporting really good causes, uh, this is a good one. So, uh, go ahead and uh, click that link and, uh, and help them out. So, uh thanks again to all the hard work they put into uh this event and uh hopefully we'll do it all again next year. Um now on to this week's podcast. Um sometimes we like to take a road trip and uh in this case uh Adam and I took a road trip to the faraway land of Clarendon, Virginia, uh which really isn't that far away if you're in DC. Uh but there in Clarendon uh, lies a store, a record store known as the CD Cellar. Uh, they have two locations, one in Falls Church and one in Clarendon. But we met uh, one of the proprietors of the store, David Schlank, uh, to talk about uh, all things record stores, all things um, music industry, like where it's going and everything. And, you know, I, I've said many times, and I believe I say in, the, in an interview at one point, I'm not a huge collector, Um Most of my catalog is is digital at this point, um, simply because there's a lot of it. I'm tired of hauling it around, although I do have a bunch of CDs down here uh, in the basement. Uh, At any rate, uh, that having been said, there is nothing quite like uh, taking a big triple gatefold, say, Copy of Boston's third stage opening up and smelling the paper on it and and just having this huge massive artwork with you know lyrics and cryptic notes and and whatever it is that the artist decided to put on it uh, that that is a experience that is wholly unique um, to vinyl records uh, and it is it is something that is. It comes and goes. Now it's coming back. It might go away again. But these guys are are some of the people um, that are sort of keeping the flame alive for that and making sure that uh, when people want a vinyl record, they want a different experience sort of listening to their music than they can get it. Um, So I'm going to go now uh, to the podcast and just stop talking. Uh, So this is episode number 76 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast with uh, David Schlenk of uh, CD Seller.
1: It happens here, and it finishes here, two made into one man.
0: Nearly a two-word review just a shit sandwich. I
1: That right there is
0: yeah. a, a logical
1: power.
2: Hoping, man. Okay, all right. So, um, again, Dave Schlank. we are here in CD CD cellar, which just feels like it feels like the wrong name for this place, man, um, because it's mostly vinyl now. Here's a question: mm-hmm. Did you around the time like Napster kicked in? Were you thinking like, oh shit? Was there like a little voice in the back of your head that kind
1: of kind of went, oh shit? <sighs> I think we were we were definitely worried uh but I think also we Cuz you knew exactly what that meant,
2: right? Like the the notion of the notion of physical media like like
1: carryable physical oh, playable media for music was was kind of coming to an absolutely. end. Absolutely. Even though I don't think that any of us at the time actually actually I'm pretty sure none of us have ever used Napster. I don't, I don't even know that any of us were really into even burning CDs. Right. It just also, just because we always had it around, we never needed to, to seek out music that way. But um, I think that uh, I think maybe we just sort of felt, ine- uh, uh, not inevitable. We felt um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like bulletproof, almost like really? Yeah, yeah, there was a period of time where we definitely we definitely felt sort of bulletproof. However, it really started to uh, I really started to realize it when I would hear. Um, the kids in the store shopping and saying, oh, dude, they've got, you know, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't worry about it. I can just, you can just, you just know, burn. Do, yeah. Yeah, you just, yeah. I can just burn you a copy or I can just get, you can just get that on Napster. Right. And then that's when I started getting sort of angry and definitely. <laughs> get a the hell wary. out of my store,
2: you damn kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, Shaking your fist at the onions. Yeah. There, there were, and I think that's about the time when I realized that we we're a little more, we're going to wind up being more of a niche sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. uh. Also people are going to illegally download certain things but they're still going to hopefully come in here and, right. and spend a little bit cuz
2: there's a difference in sound quality there absolutely is between little bits of ones and zeros and the warmth and wonderfulness of good vinyl mm-hmm. you know but and so that that begs the question i mean it's like it's mostly it's cd seller but it's mostly vinyl in here i mean have you ever thought about changing the name to be more to, to more i think doesn't it feel like you'd you'd sort of attract
1: more of that niche vinyl market if you just changed the name I don't even know anymore. We've been, CD Seller has been a a, a thing, an institution for <laughs> 22 years. Right. And uh, I wasn't one of the original owners here, so I didn't come up. With the name, mm-hmm. which I'm sure at the ta- time sounded, it sounded like yeah, it was cutting edge. Cool. Well, I mean, that he, was like he, that was like Tron. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like when CDs came out, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: yeah, you know, cassette tapes, which like unfortunately we're going to talk about a little. Yeah, yeah. The cassette tapes, you know, came out and that was all great. Eight tracks weren't all great. Yeah, but CDs like blew it the fuck out. That's true. Yeah,
1: it was it was almost it was in response to some of the other stores that in the area that were called Record and Tape fill in the blank. I okay. got yeah. know, Record this and that, and. um it's like, probably this. never thought the, the original uh, owners and partners probably never thought the place would last 20-some years, nor think that vinyl would come back or even have the foresight to think that there'd be some sort of other way to even... To listen to music. To, to listen yeah. to, listen the to music. The cover of
0: that is with CDs, it's, like it's supposedly a perfect copy.
1: Right. Supposedly. Supposedly. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that, that's, how it's, that's how it was sold. Yes. And, uh,
1: and it, indestructible. It, it will
0: never wear out. Right, unlike vinyl, which will, if you're good to it, like if mm-hmm. you listen to it a lot, like eventually you're gonna. Uh, I don't know,
2: it. man. I, I bet if you looked under the, the my car seats, you'd you'd find some some CDs. <laughs> well,
1: that's that's the other thing is that we're realizing now there's things called uh, you know, disc rot. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seeing CDs yeah. Exactly. that were made the origin the first first round of of CDs mm. made from different plants. Are starting to oxidize or yep. or so sort of decompose or something mm-hmm. something like that. But then again, I do
2: remember like I think I don't know I, I don't even I think I was like thirteen or fourteen or something, and I was down in the basement playing Monopoly with my brother, and he put on he had a he got a CD player for Christmas, and he put on like So Far by Crosby, Still, Nash mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Young, and it was I mean, yeah, the sound the digital CD sound was amazing, and it was new and it was fresh and it was flashy, but like you know, then again nowadays when you put on it's it's sort of like we've come full circle you know nowadays mm-hmm. when you put on a record you're 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 getting way more out of it there's all this warmth and, and it just feels like really full um i don't know it just feels like it
1: has more ass to it you know De- you definitely if you get a good clean pressing and you've got a, a solid system mm-hmm. it can it can it can really hit you, like it can get you right, you know, yeah. right in the chest yeah. sometimes. And I'm always trying to chase that. Anytime I put on a record, yeah, like, oh, I want the next one to sound like exactly that. The next one to sound right. like that. And it doesn't always, it doesn't always happen. Okay. So, like, I still listen to.
2: It CDs. might have had something to do with the fact that we all had shitty, like Toys R Us Fisher Price record well, that, players. Yeah, there's that? that. You know, so when you put a CD on up to, next to that crappy record player that you had in your room when you were a kid. You know, yeah. then that, that's 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 probably that probably has a lot to do with it Although as well.
0: There's a lot to be said for the remember the old consoles, <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. big ass furniture. Yeah, they sound great. Yeah, uh, they sound different. It's a, it's a it's a different listening experience that you can only get like with final. Right, and you can plug yeah. a you can plug an MP3 player into it, and you're just like, eh, nah, it's not happening. Like yeah, yeah. It's you, some, you some speakers were some you put speakers were made, on and all of a sudden it's
1: like. It's a deep booming sort of yeah. sound. Uh, yeah. I've, I've. There was a time when every thrift store had a dozen that they, yeah. they couldn't get they couldn't get rid of.
0: Now in and we're in the D.C. area. So so now if you look on Craigslist, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. No guarantee that it works.
2: Now you guys ought to see my brother in law's speakers, mm-hmm. man. I was telling you about my brother in law's yeah. barn. He's got like he's got these speakers that like I think literally a friend of his. Like pulled out of the, the the alley from behind, like the Albanian embassy or something. <laughs> like they were like we are going digital in the Albanian embassy, and they put right. these kick-ass speakers back out there, and my, my brother-in-law just got them. Good find. So they sound amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. They're like these these kind of like a rectangular, but they're they're really wide. You know, huh. so they're like they're almost like a foot and a half wide. You know, they're like just these cubes of wood, and they just sound amazing, man. Um, but that's that's what I miss. I really miss that, and that's why walking into this store is such a great. Wait, look, at the, look at these
1: behemoths that we've got. The, yeah, exactly.
2: Right like that with that kind of those tan colored, uh-huh. those tan knitted speaker covers yep. on that. You know, and you know they're you just know they're going to sound amazing. Yeah, they do. You know they're going to sound fucking awesome. Bad. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's okay though, man. It Doesn't matter. They're going to sound amazing, man. But uh, like again, I do get like walk just walking into the store. You see, um, you, you miss things. You miss album covers. You know, you miss the that square, uh, like I don't know, just that square look, all the artwork. You know, it, just, the, it just it just feels a different like dimension. home to me, man. It really yeah. does. You know, so mm-hmm. now there's this one, and there's also the one in Falls Church. And how did you guys manage to to? Um, this one was the first one, and the Falls no. Church
1: no, the Falls Church one was False first. Church is the mothership. Okay, yeah. Um, that was that originally opened in. 92, Mm -hmm. and you know, the reason it was called the cellar is because it's downstairs. downstairs. However,
0: as many record stores are,
1: yeah, we've since also expanded to the top floor, Mm -hmm. which we have all vinyl in right now. So, yeah, that would be a good way to uh, come up with a different name you know, the CD cellar and the vinyl something or other, but the uh, vinyl attic, yeah. We, um, the, uh, the original guys all had worked at other record stores in Northern Virginia, Mm -hmm. uh, and found this affordable spot just as close to DC as they wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess at the time it was just CDs, but there was a time when we were doing very well. Mm -hmm. And I I can, remember in the mid mid nineties on a Saturday, you, you couldn't get a lunch break. You, you just stood there ringing up people while the line was all the way down to the, to the stairs and at some point uh who uh dave geis who's my business partner now but was my my boss back then mm-hmm. uh who's a hell of a lot more ambitious than than i am <laughs> right. said we got to open up another store right. you know we got it that's what you do when your business gets good you take that model and you make it work someplace else mm-hmm. Then we opened Leesburg because we thought of it as a little false church. It was an area that was seemed like it was getting ready to explode right like it, they're building suburbs out there building building suburbs there's yeah. kids that are out there that are, are are hungry for some sort of scene right you know cool place to go it just never took really took off then uh, we while while I think that's what while Leesburg store was was starting out and we were just kind of chugging along that's when you said okay third location <laughs> right Clarendon <You> absolutely <laughs> Clarendon yeah, yeah we, we looked yeah. in. we looked in a lot of different places in in um, Fairlington and Delray um, but at the time you 12 years 11 years ago or so it was still pretty, pretty affordable yeah, well, yeah but we had a huge space that was very affordable and uh, luckily we've just been able to to keep our shit together to keep that's keep, what's keep, amazing though because out. this
2: little strip on Clarendon. i mean like it's not it's now it's like the cheese I, it does kind of warm my heart to know that like galaxy hut and iota mm-hmm. and yeah. this place are still there mm-hmm. they're still holding on in the midst of like the cheesecake factory and and borders, all the irish bars and yeah and yeah. irish mcpubbiesons yeah. or whatever the hell you know uh-huh. um so how do you guys i mean did you guys get kind of like a like a like a long-term lease that allows you to to hold on? I mean, as the have the prices gone up. I mean, and if this is yeah. like nosy shit
1: to be no, asking. No, well, we we've we've got a here we have you know a, a decent relationship with our our landlord. Mm-hmm. Right. And while this area is changing and I think that the landlord would 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 much rather see this strip turned into Something like, you know, they put a CVS here, you know, where they could, where they could yeah. count on, you know, $11,000 a month rent or twi- however right. much that, you know, I don't know how many, $70 a square foot. Um, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't know how, how we're doing it. We, um, right. we, I think we started out with a five-year lease uh, and, well, that was over there though. Sure. And um, we've just been uh, playing it by ear. You know, we, we're not going to sign on for a 10-year Ten-year lease, but you know, five years here. Five years—that's years, that's, that's another five years, years. of business. But yeah, you've
0: obviously, got the
2: sales to support. Exactly, so. exactly. Mean, yeah, it's for it's, the most part. For the most, for the <laughs> yeah, most yeah.
0: part.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're making we're making it
0: work. What uh, your, your clientele? What do you normally see in here, or do you see like a certain type of person? Because uh, we were talking about a little bit earlier. Like vinyl is. Um, some people are like it's superior. If you're older, if you're younger, it can be fetishized. You know, all, all these things. Mm-hmm. But you know it. it whatever it is it's big
1: right now it is it's uh it's i guess it's it's for the, the different age brackets it's the, the you know the high school college students uh-huh. that are doing it cuz it's it's cool and it's yeah. different uh it's not something that all their friends are doing i right. guess there's the maybe the the 30 and 40 year old folks that are are getting more serious about their their music mm-hmm. they they can sit down with a record instead of just caring about having however many thousands of songs that are that are easily accessible you yeah. know maybe they're they're taking their music a little bit more seriously right they're not into just like like putting Forty. something on and yeah. power
2: walking right. right. around power walking the dog around right. the, sub- the suburbs right. and then you there
1: know. are the uh the people who are their late 50s 60s and 70s who never stopped buying vinyl right and uh and are just thrilled that they can continue buying it and those are the folks that come in two three times a week yeah. and will spend as much money as they can. Yeah. If if we have thousand dollars worth of, of product, they'll buy it. Uh,
2: if they have, you have thousand dollars worth of product that they want, they'll they'll buy it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah is there is there an element of um, t- tell me about like. Tell me about those guys Those guys that come in Do they kind of walk in And they're like I have to buy something I don't care what it is they're, they're, they're They must They yeah. must <laughs> um, I, They're like vinyl junkies or, I think that's what it is yeah.
0: Or I mean Is it like uh, I mean So like I have like A massive music collection Okay And we get all these Submissions every day And then a lot mm-hmm. of A lot of my stuff Is digital uh, Just out of necessity It has to be Right but there's a very specific and comfortable thing I can remember seeing, like you were talking about the Fishery Price right. thing, I can remember that, and a very deliberate act of listening to this record. Like, and you don't want to necessarily do it to the same record over, like as much as I love Marquee Moon, Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: like Daria got it for me and, uh, when we first started dating, and it was just like... I listen to it 10 times in a row and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the magic definitely kind of... So do you keep buying it? I mean, you, I mean, do you keep buying other shit because of that?
1: Like, no, you have so to get your new fix. Right. You have to get your new fix. That's like with anything. I, yeah. I, I, I guess that's the reason I go to you know, beer and wine shops. Or comic yeah. you know, book. Like co- comic book I think comic, yeah. it feels like comic book guys are the same way. Some, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a collectability to it. There's a... I need I need my fix. Yeah, I, need you know, that I, need, one. I need I need I need my fix. Right. Uh, so it's we get this also breeds a kind of mindset of you never know what is going to show up because we're not just ordering from yeah. a catalog. You, ne- you really never know what's going to come in, and that breeds a. Oh my gosh! I've only been to the CD seller once this week, right? Uh, you know. So, uh, so that do you part. feel like a heroin dealer a little bit? Like the <laughs> guys? Do, 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 do,
2: seriously, do guys come in and they're like, "Hey, man!" And you're like, "Hey,
1: buddy, I got what you need," you know. And you just sort of sit without Walk judgment. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of the, uh, you know, um, yeah. I got to put this in a different kind of bag. I don't want my wife to to like, this. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
2: dude. Dude, my wife's gonna be really pissed if she finds yeah, yeah, out yeah. I spend money um, here.
1: Yeah, will that be cash or credit? <laughs> cash, cash right? dude. Yeah, just yeah. can't show up on the credit card. I don't want to receipt. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. That, def- that definitely happens. Right. That's amazing, man. hmm
0: so, so the stuff, though, that the people just find, because I know you can go to uh, stuff. I don't see one around here. Hmm. Oh, actually, I do. Yeah. So, like, you can dig into, and this is a thing that I think is pretty exclusive to vinyl. You can dig into, like, a dollar bin. Yeah. And find something that you actually can't find online. That's true, and that's a whole different audience
1: mm-hmm. of people yeah. that do that. You're right. I we mean, crate diggers. Yeah, yeah. we get a, we get a lot of those archaeologists. Man, yeah. yeah.
0: Do you, archaeologists do you curate that at all, or is it just like you you find the crate and it's like we'll put it out and see what happens?
1: Uh, I think that the dollar bins don't really get curated. No, no that's just a. You really, that's just like. All the garbage just goes. Not garbage, but well, yeah, yeah. It's just we will put as much of that, pack as many boxes right. as we can. We might sell thirty Cat Stevens records. Yeah. Uh, if we don't, we'll take them to the Goodwill or take them to the dump, some, right. something like that. It's the it's the stuff on the the upper upper bins that. Right. Uh, I'm so tired of that term curated, but I guess that's. I, a place has to be slightly curated. Well, you know? yeah, I
0: think for any record store, like to, like now at least, I mean, you don't want to go overboard like the high fidelity type right. of guy. I mean, uh, and obviously a lot of people working in record stores can. Yeah. But if you can offer somebody coming in, say, I like X, we like all this stuff, and you have, it's understood, I think, that you have a deeper musical knowledge. Are you able to somebody. connect the dots
2: for people? Mm. You know, or do, do guys pretty much know what they want when they come in here?
1: It's a good mix. Okay. It's just enough people that, well, it's, it's, I guess it's three. It's people who come in not looking for anything and are just psyched with whatever they find. Yeah. People coming in looking for something specific, and if they don't see it, at least we can recommend something. And then— um,
2: Like if a guy says, I'm looking for this John Coltrane record, and you can say, no, I don't have that, but we do have these Cannonball
1: Adderley records. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's that's—, that's that's like in one of the things in sales you need to know is like, mm-hmm. you don't really want to say no. You try to figure out a different way to say like you don't want to say oh. Or you say a, you'd say, have you heard Cannonball Adderley though? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't want to end something. You want to start something. Right. Start something else. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Most most of us here have a pretty decent working knowledge of what we have in the right. bands. Do you see a lot of? Because there's been
0: a lot of re-releases and remasters mm-hmm. and stuff. And those are honestly, I think, hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Like Some of them, it's just like cashing in on the vinyl craze. Uh, but some of them are actually done really well. Mm-hmm. Do you see people looking more for those, I guess... And those are usually marketed as deluxe. You know, you know, right. 180 gram heavier. Gram, and you see people looking for those more or just looking for the content?
1: Uh, that's a good question. There are those that... There's always going to be the people, the collectors that don't want, no matter how superior the, the, the newer pressings are, they got to have the old school legit, you know, original ones. They yeah. feel there's
2: some mojo there.
1: Some mojo, or it makes them, yeah, it makes them cooler to have. Like yeah, the original. I've got, got all thing. the original
0: Steely Dan records. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, yeah so.
1: But you know, I'm like looking over there. The Smiths. The, right. The, the 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 Smiths reissues sound sound great. And, the, Smith, and the original Smiths album. But sound somehow, like shit. but somehow and they're on flimsy uh, vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. You but, know, some, like,
2: but somehow, it, it it like it gives you a little bit more. Like I don't know. I guess you're more serious
1: about it if you have the original ones. There's well yeah, okay. You know? There's there's the cachet that comes with because you have to hunt for the original. You got to look for. Yeah. them. Yeah. anybody can have the remaster. Uh-huh. Anybody can any anybody can get those. But it's it's just like with um, CDs over the last 20 years there's the original Jimi Hendrix pressings and then they've got them remastered a oh, the second time and a third time and a fourth time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like and everybody's every you know,
2: everybody's taking their turn and remixing them just mm-hmm. to see what they can bring out of it. And it's like after a while you just kinda want to hear the original deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. depending on how great your stereo system is, how 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 amazing your hearing is, honestly, for me it's you turn it up a little bit louder and you know, sounds Yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. In
0: with a lot of music buyers moving towards like a more singles economy mm-hmm. like there's a lot of lPs around here, so this is there's a lot of newer lps, but there's mm-hmm. also like obviously there's XL Main mainstream, which everybody should fucking have Every, but, yeah you' you're, you're crazy
2: if you don't have that.
0: Do you see people at all coming in and being like, "I just want the single?" and I know that's bigger in d c like the punk scene is big, and so there's a lot of that
2: a lot of forty fives still floating seven around. seven inches yeah
1: um. Hardly at all for really? us. For us. It may just be that in, over the past few years, people have known that they're not going to get that coming huh. here so much. Um, we have hundreds, you know, maybe thousands of four, of 45s, yeah. and it's primarily for people local. who are local. There are a bunch of bins that say local. Yeah. But, you know, we've got, especially at our Falls Church store, we have huge boxes full of 45s and they're really for collectors or for people who are looking to fill their jukebox mm-hmm. um, but these when when new bands put out uh, like for record store day they might put out a seven inch yeah, yeah, yeah. you know occasionally we will get those in we've just found that fewer people will buy them right
0: so actually you brought up record store day let's mm-hmm. talk about that
1: how big is the line here um, the Falls ch- at the Falls Church store. The lines, if we open at ten, people start lining up at about quarter to five, and uh, will be in the uh, morning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, it's, Like it's fucking Harry Potter, like yeah. Bish tickets or something. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it breeds. You know, it's it it's, it drives people crazy, and there might be. There are places that get much larger lines, especially in in DC. But we get a very sizable sixty to seventy to hundred hundred person hundred person line, and it it moves pretty quick. Yeah, but it's it exists. Do you think that? What do you think that does for like the industry of record
0: stores as a whole? Do you think it's good or it's just like gets an influx in one day? Obviously, that's good if you have people lined up at your stores, you know, all through your stores. I,
1: me and my employees. Just bitch, bitch, bitch for the for left <laughs> the month leading up to Record right. Store Day. Then, when we realize we've done ten times the that, day that, yeah, that we yeah. usually do, it's it's like fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, but still, there's it's just like fucking stress i hate everybody all right. of these people that aren't going to ever show their face again until next year they're just going to flip these things on ebay right. and yeah. we're not allowed to do that right. uh, yeah, but let's. overall but overall i am such and a lot of my employees are are we're people pleasers and we want to make yeah. our customers happy and in the end we get more high fives and handshakes <laughs> and thank you so much than than uh you know sleaze balls That are coming in To buy everything Off the right. shelf Right
0: Because I mean There are criticisms To be had of that That are like Well now everybody's into it Now the, it used to be Like little people yeah. You know And little labels And now like Every single label Has the most ridiculous Record store day stuff But at the end of the day Like you said You're people pleasers Yeah and people love that. And so, if somebody's walking out of here with something, they're going to listen to. Yeah. And even if they, honestly, even if they flip it, how they, many they're getting pleasure out
2: yeah. of that? Did you did, how many how many comebacks do you get from record store day? Because that was pretty recent. I mean, if you go how many like we've been doing record store day now for I think participating for four years. Do you see like yeah in terms of like comebacks on on customers like guys that show up for record store days they come in here how many of them see the light? I. And go like, oh, God, i got to come back. And, uh,
1: you know. there, there must have been a few. What, what usually happens is that uh, a person might not know about our store, but because they follow whatever ban, Iron and Wine or something like that, oh, they'll yeah. see, oh, CD seller, Huh, I've never heard of that store. They're in Falls Church and they're participating, and they're going to be stocking the Iron and Wine. Uh, in that sense, I think it turns people on to us. I don't know how many repeat... Throughout the year, customers mm-hmm. we've actually gotten it couldn't be that many, but yeah. we do get repeat record store day and and the records the Black Friday record store day customers. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because some of that stuff. I
0: mean, it's like you know, comic book guy stays in the wrapper.
1: Yeah. yeah, you can't
2: unwrap that shit.
0: How <laughs> many guys yeah, don't even look
2: at it? Yeah, there, there is that element because I mean, there are these things. Uh, there are some things here that that uh,
1: I mean, I don't know, man. Are these are these reissues? So yeah, those most of things, the stuff that you of see up reissues. Yeah, most okay. of what actually I would say. 100 percent of what you see on the shelves up here okay the upper shelves are, yeah, re-issues. are reissues anything that looks like, uh, like something like from the way 60s. newer than it should yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah the um the original pressings we will f- keep in the bins or like on the shelf behind you mm-hmm. here uh-huh. this is where you will find the real deal stuff the stuff that's thirty dollars forty dollars two hundred dollars right like i'm looking at get your yaya's out well, that's, uh, that box that. I mean, that's, that's a reissue. That's
2: really. a reissue, okay. But also, I'm looking at Sketches of Spain. I'm looking at Miles Davis' Sketches of Spain, yeah. and Someday My Prince Will Come, and the Soft Boys. Holy cow.
1: Um, so, so some of those are, are just uh, real collectible, only a few people out there actually know what they are, right. and that may sit there for six months.
2: Right, but somebody will come in and be like, oh, you have that. Okay. Yes,
1: uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. And if somebody says, "Oh wow, you have that, I may already have that, or that's too rich for my blood i can't imagine what else could they possibly have so here's what i want to uh-huh. I want to talk about actually
2: getting your inventory is, okay. it, is it trading is it estate sales? How does this work
1: um it's most i would say it's it's you know it's probably sixty sixty percent people bringing product to us mm-hmm. and i mean if you were to poke your head in the back of your room, oh, my God, we're, we're inundated right now with, with product that people have brought to us. But it's also, we get, um, actually, not so many estate sales, but we do wind up getting calls a lot from people trying to liquidate uh, friends or relatives' estates. Right. And the last few things that were where we got a phone call like that, that's when we're bringing in. Uh, Five hundred, 1,000, 3,000. Because
2: I did see records. on, like, I saw on, like, your Facebook thing. You guys, yes. and, like, in Falls Church, you got this huge influx of jazz records, yes. man. And yeah. I was like, I, was, and I got it. So I was like, I need to go in and look. check yeah. really yeah, know, you know, know, like, like Bill checking. over at uh, Crooked Beat. Like, uh-huh.
0: I, I, I forget. He told me where he goes, but it is insane. And he comes back with, like, 10,000 records. Hmm. Like, every year. That's pretty good. It's some weird secret stash.
2: <laughs> and he's just
1: like. Yeah, he's not going to tell me that. No, no, he's
0: not. No, he's not. <laughs> Um, do you do? Uh, do people come in here to sell them to you? Besides yeah. just liquidate, just like come in like or exchange it. Like here, I have these yeah, full yeah, records. Yeah. I'm going to walk out with a new one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that happens all day long.
2: Oh.
1: Um, of of you know, varying genres and varying collectibilities and, and you and you guys pretty much
2: know what's worth something. But here's a question: <laughs> Have you ever thought like, you know, tastes change, and yes. things that seem ridiculous now might seem amazing. Ten years from now, you know. So if a guy comes in with like the third docking album that nobody gave a shit about, but
1: <laughs> well, no, 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 we're we're, we're, do we're you hold on to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, well, no, I don't know that how much holding on to things we do for in anticipation. Uh, we are mostly a, you know, money spent get that money back back yeah, sort of right. sort of sort of store. But there's not a lot of investment. It's not it's not long term investments. It's like you know, I'm too scared to, to just hang on to something. If I can get. I, if I can get sixty or seventy bucks for something, I'm going to do it now. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. Th- I, I would rather do that, spend that money on getting even more product than just sitting on it for a year, thinking maybe I can get a hundred for it. Because so it's the, not going to be like it's not going to be worth a thousand dollars in a year. So the mm-hmm. idea
0: of going like super like boutique and super niche and just have like that wall be the entire wall, like everything is a hundred dollars. That's
1: not really viable. Now, well, it there well, might be know, was a, it
0: ever viable.
1: Not around here. Yeah. I don't think in New York City you might find something like yeah. that. But that's not. It might be viable, but it's not a business model that I have any interest in. Mm. In running, I don't. That's just not realistic. Just I couldn't. Just super at, exclusive yeah. record collector. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I I couldn't shop at a store like that. I wouldn't go to a store like that. That seems a little
2: slimy. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely seems a little slimy. Yeah. A little snooty. Yeah, just a bit. Like, uh, yes, Mr. Smith, we have exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> right? Come in, have a Perrier. But, yeah, I mean, you know. That,
0: that also, that that also gets, gets back into, like, the bargain bins and stuff. Like, yeah. you will pay $18 for a new one. But you can, like, if you're younger, come in and and you can bring old records. Maybe mm-hmm. your parents had them. It didn't even have to be yours. Uh, <laughs> or maybe, maybe you stole them from your friends. That happens too, yeah. Uh, but bring them in and trade them in for this $5 Pixies record. That's used, and you're like, I've heard about the pixies, but I have no other mechanism to discover that.
2: It's true. Yeah. That definitely happens. All right. Well, what happens? Here's here's. Okay. This is an ethical question. Okay. And you feel free to not answer this if you don't want to. Okay. But like, what happens if you know uh, some grandma comes in, and you know she has no idea what she's carrying. And she's just like, it's just taking up space. My, you know, I don't know what this is. And she's got like, you know, like the original pressing of Doolittle, like flawless condition. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you are you going to say like, oh, you know, it's really not all that important. Or are you able to keep your eyes from bugging out of your head or like we we're. we're we're fairly honest, okay? People. I'm not here. saying you're not honest, but no, like, I how, know. Like, all I'm saying is, if I were in your position and something like that happened, I would. There would be. There would definitely be like a devil and angel. Well, no, there, of, thing of course there. They're, they're, all, they're always <laughs> there. It's sales. Yeah, they're, 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 they're ask,
1: there's always things like that. But um, we are, we are as fair as we can afford to be. I got you. And right. and um, we have. De- I don't know how many times I've had to go to. Uh, yeah, going to go checking out somebody's estate, and there's this little old lady that's like she knows that she could potentially be played. Right. But you have to spend so much time reassuring them, explaining to them, and when you do come across something that's actually valuable. Now we haven't. It's not like somebody has presented us with a box full of butcher covers. Right. You right. Know? right. 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 So like there's, nothing, origin, there's no, like the the, the, the acetate. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. no, no, nothing's that. happened yeah. like that. Nothing movie yeah, yeah. movie worthy. Right. But you explain that wow, this is a record we might sell for $100, or this this record's worth $100. Now, that doesn't mean I can afford to pay you $100. Right. If you have the time to list this on eBay yourself, field questions, go to the mm-hmm. post office, do it. Or Otherwise, you- I'm going to be able to pay you a third. And most of the time, people are happy with that. Right. I, I hope there's a day when I'm able to... That, that little devil pops up on my shoulder. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Like, is there
0: a Holy Grail record that you, you would just find and be like, I'm going to cut is, you for that? Yeah, no, is there, is there a <laughs> record
2: where you'd, be, where you'd be a complete scumbag? Is there one? The- theoretically, like, if there's just a record. Not saying you would. I mean, just like, let's just, let's just say there's no rules in the universe, and, like,
1: you get to ditch your moral code. Well, the for- moral... Co- really, what it is is you want to make the person feel... Satisfied Mm -hmm. and that they've been treated uh, uh, respectfully, and if you can do that by shortchanging them a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you gotta do that. Some people just want to get rid of shit. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you get I don't care how much it's worth, I just want it out of my fucking house. If somebody comes in (laughs) saying, "I have this record, it's worth," I've seen it on eBay, it's worth so much. I can't believe you're not going to pay me this. You know, you can only do so much explaining to that person, and then send them on their way right. but yeah. yeah as far as being a scum like um no yeah i'm not implying so. that i'm not implying
2: but like you know i'm just thinking about the notion of like horse trading and you having to hustle a little bit yeah no we this, definitely this hustle is, this
1: is like yeah that's the point you have to hustle a little uh, you know we might just, only pay four dollars for a record uh that actually maybe we could have paid ten dollars for right. but right. that's usually if it's a part of a collection. A thousand, yeah, a collection. Right. So, I mean, that's also the only in, stuff that may, might in keep me up. Also, ecosystem. You know that coming
0: into a store, if I have all this... Like, for example, I have roughly 5,000 CDs under our stairs. I know if I bring them in... I know what they cost, too. Yeah. <laughs> I know if I bring them in, I might get a penny for mm-hmm. each, if that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... <laughs>
1: That's just that's just the market for CDs. Yeah, it's the market no, for yeah, CDs. I mean,
0: but I mean, you can bring in like older records, more scratched up, and you're dealing with the same thing.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: I mean, I think you know what you're getting into if you're if you're going to do stuff that way. Mm-hmm. Now,
1: do you, you have like multiple physical locations? Do you all mm-hmm. do any online retailing? We do, we yeah. do. Uh, we have a Discog store, but there's not much on it currently. Mm-hmm. We've we've had an eBay store. Uh, I don't currently. I don't think there's anything on it. Uh, we do business on amazon okay. um, not so much with vinyl, actually no vinyl on amazon it 's really a It's hard to you, ship and yeah, yeah. it 's really that 's one of the reasons i haven 't haven 't just dove right into I have several boxes mm-hmm. of records that, as soon as I get going, we will be making money handover fist, but it just yeah. hasn 't happened it right. hasn 't happened yet. Right.
2: Where exactly did you get that new shipment of records in Falls Church? Was that an estate sale or was um,
1: that That was that was I was contacted by um well there were two there are two things um but the most recent one that you saw on Facebook was a mm-hmm. sad story and it was uh, I was contacted by uh, a person whose brother lives not too far from here mm-hmm. and he had not really heard from his brother in a while. Um, and then uh, I guess nobody had heard from his brother in a while oh wow, and uh discovered that the man had killed himself Ay, geez. Um, prior to that though uh he he had also uh developed uh, an amazing hoarding i see. habit so it will, right. it went from crazy collector to, to like hoard, obsessive obsessive like. so this was this was somebody who who bought one of one of everything wow, and it extended past Extended past just records and and CDs, he yeah, had like as copies well. of
2: People magazine and Reader's Digest. Yeah,
1: and and and, and yeah. um, insane high high end stereo equipment, which we've also got at our Falls Church store now that we're Whoa. trying to sell. Oh, our- that's, oh, yeah, right. so
2: you guys are selling record like record players now too. Um,
1: yeah, a little bit a little bit here and there, but this is something that we're doing on consignment. I don't really know anything about high end stereo equipment. Luckily, right. my partner right. does, and one of our friends of the CD seller family does. So they're going to help us set up a little showroom area in the downstairs nice. portion. Right. So that's. We, the last few times I've had it to make a trip were because somebody died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's sadly how we get a sure. lot these days. Sure. Wow.
2: That's heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we we're Thanks like, bring this down. Yeah, sorry, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got another good story like that too. <laughs> no, go ahead, tell me, tell me. Uh, it's not a good Does this story. guy. Die in the end. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a good story. But, but it no, was... but like, no, like, let's be honest about it, okay. though, guys. I
2: mean, because we're we're dealing with stuff that's that's it's it's kind of a dated media. You know, it's an older it's an older way of like listening to music, man. So it's not. I don't. I I can't imagine that. The stories you're gonna tell us are, are uncommon when it comes to, to collecting vinyl right. and And selling there's not vinyl. gonna be
1: twenty-year-olds that, that have comic like, books 10,000 right, ten thousand right, ten thousand right, right. exactly, right.
2: record collection. Right. Right. No, it's it's people you know, those, that are those get, their mattresses are still on the fucking floor. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. All right, so tell me tell me the other one. The, what's the other one? Oh it's yeah. another it's another slightly sad story, but it was just it was just strange. It was uh, I was contacted by an estate sale company said, we want you to, to come by and, and purchase this collection. And uh, I brought my LP buyer out to this house and um, noticed that uh, the car in the parking lot belonged to one of my customers. Oh. And I knew it belonged to one of my customers because it was covered in, in, in um, bumper stickers. right? There were no other cars in Northern Virginia oh, that, that looked like this. Wow. So I think, oh, wow, he's selling his collection. Uh, he 's been talking about moving to France for right. the last last uh, few months or so uh-huh. and um we 'd go in there and I talk to this woman Peggy, who owns the 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 uh, the estate sale company um, and then uh, i said like oh yeah someone 's i 'm not going to say the guy's name, sure, like, sure. You know, of course like yeah he 's a, a great guy he says he 's moving to France where is he and then Slowly, she explains uh, that he killed himself. Uh, so it's just like these. Are, this is what we do. De- this is so you we essentially with- were buying, buying right. back
2: products that you had already sold him. Yes. Wow. Uh huh. So, and you were, th- and then you started thinking, like, man, I haven't seen dude in a while. I wonder that's where- exactly where. Oh it was. my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. I think wow. Too that also
0: feeds it back into the the the, the, the sense of history you get with vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like there, if especially if you're like an if you're a sentimental person, like you can get that and. Make up that story in your head Yeah you know? I mean no Really I mean it's It gets into like collecting It gets into like Just the uh, Again like I said I, I have a, a Huge digital collection mm-hmm. It's because I have to listen to it non-stop Yeah So I can't Very often take the time to stop and flip it over but When I do I'm like Oh I got this here I, I, I did this You know Or this person bought this for me Yeah Or this Or this person moved and gave this to me and stuff And it's It like, I think it it may be one of the things that actually keeps the format going beyond the high fidelity because that's always subjective. It feels like oh, it matters totally. more
2: when you actually have to get up off the damn couch oh, and flip the thing does. over. It absolutely does. You know. But I mean, you've been to our house. We can't of figure out
0: how to put a record player upstairs. Yeah. So it sits
2: down in the corner. Yeah. And exactly. Like, exactly. You know? Yeah. We have a little record player, like one of those like American Apparel little record yeah. record the Crosley Audio. Yeah. Player, one yeah. of those little yeah. things. I'm, um, but it's like, it's like I'm almost afraid to, to, to go down that rabbit hole into vinyl and get the quality gear. So
0: to that point, though, uh-huh. you, said, you said you weren't didn't know too much about the high end. I don't. Like, two things about that. So would you rather just—when you get a record, are you like, I want this older record? Or are you like, oh, this just came out in this— Here's this reissue. re-issue. Which, which, is, which do you prefer?
1: Uh— I guess I would probably and I've actually done this before. I I check them both out. Yeah. Like I I might um if I have the original pressing and a new one comes out, I will definitely uh compare and contrast mm-hmm. the two. Sometimes it makes a difference, sometimes it doesn't. I am not a collector. Yeah. I am not a collector. I have a couple hundred CDs and maybe this many records, you know. I this is this is my collection and right. I am I listen to music all day long and I'm yeah. happy when people <laughs> buy it. Right. Yeah. Um I Do you listen to music at home? Seriously, when you like you you got something happening all day, so when you get home are you just like fuck it? It's 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 rare. I have I have you know, at work I'm listening to stuff that pumps me up in the car. I'm listening to the the the, the thrash and death metal and punk yeah, yeah, that I listen right, to. Yeah. But at home it's something gentle and introspective. Right. Um or I listen to talk radio. Yeah, Yeah. at home, at home, yeah, hardly ever. Yeah, it's funny you say yeah. that. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to think about it. when Exactly. I home. Yeah, you're, you just uh, like,
2: you just could care less when you get back to the house. Kind of. Yeah, that's. So the second part of that is
0: mm-hmm. with the with the equipment you mm-hmm. you're, you're setting up like a showroom with this other thing. Mm-hmm. Earlier, we were talking about putting on shows here. Uh-huh. Do you see, or how do you see? And this, granted, this is just one record store, mm-hmm. but in general, um, because you're going to have like. Deep hills and valleys in the sales of this stuff. Oh yeah. Do you see that as a way to engage people more in in like this? Is it does it help out? Like if if you have two shows a week up there and people are all of a sudden who might not even know you're here, but they know this band is playing, mm-hmm. just crammed in here. Does that how does that help
1: out like you guys your business? Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Even if even if we keep everybody knows that the register is still open. Yeah, people can shop. It's a little difficult to shop when sure. the bands are playing, but. Um, we, I think we've probably turned on a, a really good amount of people to the store once we yeah. started having shows here. Kids that lived in DC or further out in Northern Virginia uh-huh. didn't know about this place, yeah. but now have become regular customers or that follow us on Facebook, so yeah. that then they come to the shows all of the time. We might, you know, maybe we'll have a few sales. Maybe we'll make twenty to hundred bucks or something like that on a night of a sale, a night of a show, just right. from people that. Would not have come here had there not been a show. So yes, we are banking on the fact that people will also buy music when they come in to buy if they buy the equipment. Some of those,
0: and I I say kids, partially Mm -hmm. because old, but partially because you know. But some of those kids could come; they might not even know like a place like this exists. It's true. There's no reason for, like, a 10-year-old,
1: a 12-year-old... To understand that, he, that so there's no, such a there, thing there, as a record, a record store. None. Yeah, that's true.
0: So is there any, like, thing that you guys do beyond, like, basic advertising to try to, like, get that more in the public eye? Be like, hey, this is... It's not just, like, how it used to be, but, like, you you need this.
1: No, we no? haven't. We uh, we don't really have much of an advertising budget, and I'm not real good at right. promotions. Um, I think that... Yeah, the the under 15 age bracket, I mm-hmm. wouldn't even begin to know how to short of uh advertising in in junior high Right. Uh, newsletters or something, right. some, something, something. It just like feels that.
2: like no. It just feels like you're sort of out of necessity Sponsor becoming. It's a tweets. boutique thing because when someone's fourteen, they're interested in convenience and like, like, I'm just, I just, I want it now, and I'll press this button. Yeah, and I'll get Mo- it. most do, but why I do I, we you're, do? You're, get, you're you're drifting into the kind of people who like you're you're targeting into the kind of people who appreciate a certain quality of sound. You know all of this.
1: Yeah, or just yeah, they just like like they dig CDs, they dig. Yeah, yeah. Vinyl. The there are two uh, young women in here today that could not have been more than sixteen. Yeah. But they were having the time of their fucking lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, In here, and uh, I don't think we're real close to any high schools over here. But in Falls Church, there's at least two schools, and uh, we do we do get you know ninth graders and tenth yeah. graders coming in. Maybe not, I don't know about seventh and eighth graders, but if they have older siblings, oh. definitely if their mm-hmm. parents. Bring them in definitely right. It's also been fun Watching those kids okay. That came in with their parents Grow up mm-hmm. Shop here Move away Come back watch, a few years later Watch shoplift here <laughs> no, <there's definitely laughs> that's, that's, that, that's the bonus though <laughs>
0: Slide <laughs> it into your bag it's pretty, it's, no. it's pretty Man it's
2: pretty tough To shoplift a record Yeah, yeah. Easy to shoplift a tape you <laughs> know, <laughs> plenty of my friends did. Exactly, growing up. no yeah. reason
0: those should come back. Exactly, no no got, I got, I got,
2: I got chased go. out of Waxy Max. As a time or two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah, that is, that is something that, like, I personally, I, I don't see that going away. If you can find places like this, you know, I think Tower going away is probably a good thing. Like, it was. It was massive, and it was a clusterfuck. And by the end of it, you were walking up into like all these chachi's around you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's and, true. You know, so I guess in, in a suburban market, maybe, but in a suburban market, I think something like this is going to do a lot better than one of those because it, like you guys are part of this community. Totally. Yeah, and so people know this, and they know, and uh, like if they want a record and a beer, they can do this and go to Galaxy, which is actually what we're, we're going to do, do, do. We're going so, to, go to Galaxy and take um, a beer.
1: Yeah. This is this is a great store, man. It really is. Thank you very much. I'm impressed. Um, this I owe all of the interior decorating to uh, uh, one of the guys here named Sean, who happens to be our uh, primary record buyer. So he would spend when he was finished making sure that all the records were priced. He'd come in there and just hang up all of the stuff. And honestly, like it looked pretty sterile before we let him go crazy. In here, and it's just added to. Like, look at the way you guys are looking around. It's what everybody does when they yeah. walk in. No, here. I mean, it like, adds like, so much to
2: it. It's like because it's either I, it's either records that I that I that I recognize, and I'm like, oh, well, that's a great record, or it's. It's um, kind of uh, stuff that's incredibly visually striking. Yeah. I just want to know
0: who got the giant fucking Brian Ferry slave to love poster. No, see like that? That's <laughs> the name. That,
1: I do if that, that, that exists. That, that, that came from another friend of the family that died. Oh, wow. That was a crazy collector. Have you guys ever thought about getting into secondary stuff, like, you know, posters
2: and things like that? Or is that we too waxy maxies for you? We did
1: posters, for, we did posters uh, for a while. It just took up more space. Right. Yeah. And... In the long run, didn't really didn't sell, sell as quite much, yeah, as well, yeah, um, yeah. This it used to be it used to be mm-hmm. lined with posters that were for sale, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know nine months would go by and nobody bought that Lady Gaga poster, so yeah. I was like, fuck it. So I was yeah, like, fuck that, it. That was sort of the model too, because I remember like
0: buying. Just did a plan line in Charlottesville mm-hmm. uh, where you go in and you have like. A giant fucking rattle and hum poster yeah yeah and it was like matt and you put that on the wall and it was like took up the whole wall it's
2: like yeah. great or back in the stone age you'd walk in and there'd be a black light led zeppelin poster yeah, or something true. like we, that
1: it, or, or the early days we did sell a lot of posters at the false church store but it just it just yeah, hasn't yeah. been people right. kids don't
2: care so much anymore. yeah exactly i mean youtube kind of kills the need for posters doesn't it? i, guess, <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know what killed it <laughs> yeah um what else man i uh, oh, so you started, mm. like, you were an employee originally, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So tell me tell me of your journey from going from, uh, you know, employee I, to kind
1: of co-owner. I was, uh, I guess I was in my early, maybe I was 20, and I had a friend that worked at the Falls Church Store part-time. hmm And he knew that I loved music. We both worked at the uh, college radio station together. Which college? Uh, George Mason. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, and one day I had two other job, part-time jobs and one day he called and said hey man we're super slammed here you want to come in mm-hmm. and I said hell yeah I want to, I want to come <laughs> yeah, in I want yeah. to come in there and I want to move I'm, in I want yeah. to move in yeah the people who the the, the the people that I met that worked that worked there at the time were so just so nice and so genuine and yeah. it was like all I ever wanted to do when I was a kid was work at a record store anyway. Right. Well, and the, finally, that was the choice fucking job. Exactly. Yeah. So record like, store. Like if you could
0: get in, it was like, ah,
1: yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I, I asked to work at every other oh, yeah. record store <laughs> yeah. in Northern Virginia and never got in. So got the in worked, you know, worked weekends for a little while, uh, had these other two jobs. And it's at some point, uh, I started working more and, um, at most places I'd worked up to that point, uh, within you know within a couple weeks i started i made myself very at home Mm -hmm. and started taking lots of initiative right and uh made it feel like okay this is my store now right (laughs) and uh duck to water like this is this is what i need this is this is my thing this is my thing i'm completely at home here and that's that's kind of what happened Mm -hmm. um i started shedding other jobs that i worked at you know giant pharmacy and i did telemarketing and uh let's see i went from you know full-time student to part-time student to why the hell am I here to dropping out to telling my parents, don't worry, I didn't drop out of school just to work at a record store. This is just a part-time thing. (laughs) This isn't, this isn't going to last forever to, to, oh, well, I'm either going to be a co-owner or I've got to go find something else to do. Right. And, um, and that was pretty much it. The, uh, there were, I think originally five partners and then they each split and did their own things until Mm -hmm. it was just Dave Geis. Mm -hmm.
2: Dave Geis is your, is your co is your, he's the guy who hired you.
1: Yes, originally. pretty much. Uh-huh. And he's also
2: the the the, the main high owner. fidelity guy, who the he know, main yeah. owner and mm-hmm. he understands the uh, high fidelity aspect yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Balls
1: Church location. Mm-hmm. So, he's sort of the absentee owner. He lives uh in New Jersey, uh, but but pops in, you know, uh, once a month or every few months or so. So, that that was really what happened. I just took on more and more responsibilities. Just kept saying, "Oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do this or I don't like the way you guys are doing this. I'll do this." And um, made it made it my own thing. Mm-hmm. And didn't feel like doing anything else wow so that's just sort of how it happened and here it is two and locations here, here, and here yeah and here it is yeah yeah, yeah. awesome
2: well thanks for talking to us man. you're welcome. We really appreciate My it My pleasure and uh, again the place is cd cellar there's a location uh, on wilson boulevard in clarendon like right over the river uh-huh. From DC, and there's one in Falls Church on Route Seven next to. What's the name of the Galaxy Hut? Space Appendix? Bar. It's right down, bar. Down,
1: downstairs and next door to Space Bar. Right
2: on Route Seven, and they uh-huh. make a quality grilled sandwich, from grilled cheese sandwich, they from do. what I understand. It's amazing. Awesome.
1: All right. Yeah. Thanks for talking Thanks to us, man. One. Thank you.
2: Appreciate My it.
0: All right, there you go. Uh, that was a great talk. Uh, Dave's a, a really great guy; it's fun. I'm um, just sitting sitting in the store that he's spent a lot of his, you know, the past few years in uh, building up, uh, building the business, seeing it come and go and, and whatnot, and uh, and you know, really getting the sense that you know he, he loves uh, what he does, and, and that I think it shows just not even what they carry. But if you walk in, there's there's just history. There's used albums, there's there's all sorts of album sleeves on the wall, uh, it's a great place, uh, we'll post the address on the site um, but I recommend you go there uh, or you know you're not in D.C., go, go to your local record store, check it out um, never ever regret it and almost always find something cool or new, almost always uh, that is our podcast for this week um, might have a bonus podcast a little later on this week because our friends in Roadkill Ghost Choir have put out their debut album uh, today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, and it's called In Tongues. Uh, It is pretty spectacular, not to tip my hand at that, uh, but we did record some thoughts about it, and so that's going to be coming down the pipe. Not sure how we're going to put it out, but uh, it will feature Andre. Music came magically, traveled through time, or we just recorded it before we left. Uh, At any rate, so uh, go out and buy the album, then listen to what we have to say or not. Uh, I think you're going to love it. So there you go. That is a wrap on episode number 76 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast. Uh, please, everybody, try to stay off our lawn a little bit. It's it's shrinking, but we, we're, we're trying to make it bigger. We're trying to make it better. Um, we will talk to you soon, uh, and hopefully we'll see you at a show. Uh, this Saturday, Big Star 30, be there, 930 Club. I will be there. So come on out. All right. See you guys. Tomorrow.